people of Fremont, beware. We have a grifter in our Ooh, midst. Oh, what happened? What happened? Okay, so I would say like three years ago, this pre-pandemic times, I was walking around Fremont mm-hmm. where we work, mm-hmm. and a gentleman approached me, okay. looking desperate, and he said, um, hey, I am just visiting from San Francisco, and I'm staying at an Airbnb just up the road, but I lock myself out of the Airbnb, and I have to go, uh, my plane's leaving in two hours. Yeah, that sounds like a you problem. Can you give me some money? So I can get a locksmith, unlock the door, get my stuff, and, and get out of get out of Seattle, back to San Francisco. He's like, I'm an artist, and I can show you my website where I have all my artwork that that sells. So he shows me this website. Kai, you talked to this guy for a really long time. This was I was like, this is too fantastic to not listen to at least. <laughs> and then so he shows me his his website. And it's like, okay, that's weird, but um, no, I gotta go. Uh, this is actually after we recorded. I remember mm-hmm. this, and then so he just gave me static. He was not feeling me, and was like pissed off. And I went my merry way, thinking it was over. Right until today, you saw him doing the same thing to someone else. Stop. Heard the exact same thing. I'm staying at a, at an Airbnb, just just up the hill. He hasn't even out. changed his no. story. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, like, the location might be changing, but he happens to be here. And I'm like, what is happening? This, this is like a weird grift. Yeah. For like a locksmith. Well, if you're going to stay in the same neighborhood, uh-huh. you got to change your story up. Just this, this, the story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just be, because like, Fremont, especially in these pandemic times, like it's that I see the same people around Fremont all the time. <laughs> right, it's not a whole it's lot the same of cast new of characters. people coming through. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I seen you, and I and it can verify that this is a total scam. Don't do that. Don't don't listen to that, Mister Art Artist Man. But you know what? You engaged. It did because like there's a part of me like wants to like believe you. But my gut says don't, and I was right. Yeah. My gut was right. Yeah, you, your gut's always right. That's what they say, <laughs> listen to your gut. And your heart. Oh, listen to your heart. <laughs> um, how is everything going? Going pretty good, you know? Right Life here. feels boring right now. It's a little beige. Are we languishing? We might be languishing. You remember that? That was like the word. It was like this time last year, there was this big uh, article that everybody was talking about, and it just was like we're languishing. Uh-huh. But you know what? I think February is kind of a good lang- a good month to languish. Yeah, that's true. We just like finished the whole holiday holiday thing. Yep. We like kind of you know rumbled through January. We're like pre. We're still pre pre spring. Right. We're not even close to spring. No, but who are these hoes saying, guys? Spring is sprung. It's here. It's like no. Don't well, fool yourself again. There is something called the February teas here in Seattle. But we all know this. But somehow we're, no, we're not, like <laughs> not we've, fools. We've been here for a while, but there are some trifling hoses. That are brand new. That are new. <laughs> oh, sweet babies. But don't get it twisted. March and April are going to rain. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be back to winter again. I mean, in June is real sus. It's true, but with climate change... Climate change is working out in our favor in Seattle because... Well, it depends on what you like. But remember when you thought that last summer was cold and it was like the hottest summer <laughs> record? That is a fact. <laughs> anyway. That's funny. 
I guess. By the way, I'm Kai. Oh, yeah, and this is Allison. And, and this is Avegarai. We just like to two best friends that like to complain about things and laugh at our own jokes. Exactly. <laughs> That's our tagline. <laughs> Whenever somebody's like, oh, you have a podcast? What is it about? I'm like, well, it's not me and my, it's called The Gripe. Um, my best friend and I complain about things and we laugh at our own jokes. Because we're hilarious. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people give us that feedback that we are funny, so I'm going to take it. <laughs> yes. We're also waiting um, with bated breath. Oh, yeah. Like a couple minutes now, right? It's like we already oh, started. Oh, it's 2 o'clock right now. There's a press conference supposedly happening with our, our governor of Washington State, mm-hmm. who is going to announce um, when we can take off these damn masks. Do you think we're going to have, like, a mask burning, a.k.a. like a bra burning? <laughs> Maybe. And not everyone's going to participate, because some people are really into their masks. And they'll keep it on still, which is fine. I just, if we have any new listeners out there, I do want to say <laughs> that, like, <laughs> Kai and I are not anti-maskers. No. We're not anti-vaxxers. No, I would say we are anti-maskers. We don't want it, but we align with it. Yeah, I mean, if somebody is... You know, I was just at PCC, which is our market downstairs, our grocery store. I was getting my lunch, and there was a guy in there with no mask, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of ballsy." <laughs> totally. Like, if there's a sign on the door that says "Wear your mask," I'm gonna put my mask. Exactly. On. Do I want to? No. But it's like an easy thing that exactly. I can do. Right. So, but we're just. We're it's just it's ready. not a ball gag. It's just a fucking mask, you guys. Yeah, I don't know what a ball gag is. No. Is because I don't have balls? No, you should just Google it. <laughs> And hit images. No. <laughs> but I think we talked about, I mean, for our, our listeners, we talked about this last week. We so sure we did. don't need to, like, we don't, revisit. Yeah. Exactly. But I told Aaron to text me. I was like, kind of getting ready to gripe. So text me, you know, mm-hmm. with any goss. Yeah, so I'm, this brings me to my second little mini gripe, which is not really a gripe anyways. So I texted you earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. The governor's gonna, you know, do this press conference this week, da 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 da. And then you said, oh my gosh, don't get my hopes up, mm-hmm. right? And then I sent you the article, mm-hmm. and I heard nothing back. It's because I was and, to teach. No, 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 no. And I understand the why. When I looked at it, the news source was like some random, like, little town newspaper. Yeah, it was very suspect. And there were no other, <laughs> there was no other uh, news sources that we're reporting the same thing. And I was like, I shouldn't have sent this. <laughs> this is very suspicious. It was sus. Real, real suspicious. <laughs> and then when I saw that was happening, so I was like, okay, I'm kind of vindicated, but not really. Yeah. You sent me that right when I was getting ready to teach. And so I saw the link. And then if I don't respond to a text within a couple hours, it's, it's pretty it's much buried. Done. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty much She doesn't done. care or she's moved on. And that's fine. <laughs> it was both. <laughs> Yeah, but it's got to be like <laughs> many nor- news sources have, have to report on it, and it can't be from it was some like, like Bojong town. It was like K R E F something. <laughs> How did you even find it? I, you know, I got to go to my news and hit Seattle. Go to the news. Oh, from Re- is this all from Reddit? No, 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 no. It's on Google. Oh. Google. Oh, yeah. That's you, you, interesting. I I needed information. So you don't have one particular news source? No, I don't trust. No. Oh, yeah. Like, I need to see, like, it reported from multiple places before I can be like, okay, I can maybe believe this. Do you still get on Twitter? Mm, rarely. 
So, um, you know, well, you wouldn't know this because you don't ever get a new phone. But when you get a new phone, you're signed out of all your accounts. Mm, okay. And so you download your apps, mm-hmm. and then you have to sign into everything. Yes. It's a real pain in the butt. It is. It's a two-person authentication thing on Twitter that is a piece of work. So, since I got my new phone, I haven't signed into Twitter because uh, I don't really care. Right. Um, and it was just really negative. It's, yeah. That's like so, where you go when you want to, like, scream into the dark abyss. Yeah. So, I was going to say, sometimes I would get, like, different news feeds yeah. from Twitter, but I haven't really been looking at yeah. it anymore. So It don't matter. It's just New York Times and, like, Seattle Times. Mm. Kind of Seattle <laughs> Times. I don't even really do it that much. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in the cité. But you know what I do know what's going on? What you know? Evening, mag- evening Magazine mm-hmm. with all the new little restaurants and little feel-good oh, stories. Oh, wow. <laughs> the hard-hitting stuff. Yes. <laughs> so we have, like, um, there's the whole Ballard, not just Ballard, but the outdoor cafe stuff. Mm-hmm. That's extended, right? What do you mean? Because um, they were going to, they're talking about pulling those licenses. But I think they extended them for free, so no one has to pay any permits oh, for them. Well, you know the whole Edmonds kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. There has been a kerfuff mm-hmm. in Edmonds because they are not feeling it. Well, well, the retailers aren't right. The retailers are not. The restaurateurs um, are, but if they want to keep doing that, they have to pay two thousand dollars a month. That's too much. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Um, and the retailers are upset because they're saying, like, the restaurant's got all this extra retail or quote-unquote retail space. Yeah. Um, and it's true. Because it is true. There's a couple, like, that had tiny little footprints that now have, like, all this. Mm. But I think it's cute. It kind of looks... It's charming. European. Yeah. It adds to the charm of the city. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when I moved to Edmonds and you didn't like it? I didn't like it. You were like, my friend Jim <laughs> grew up there. And she said it's racist. Yes. And homophobic. And it's not. Oh, it's grown since, yeah. what, 30 years ago? Yeah, I guess. It better have, <laughs> sure. I mean, it's not perfect. Where is? <laughs> Where is perfect? I won't, any, I won't cite any sources, but yeah. Anyways, and just like that, we moved on. And just like <laughs> that. All right. That's what we're talking about today, guys. So, Guys and gals. We loved uh, Sex and the City. Yeah. At least I did. I did, too. Yeah. It was like what we grew up on, mm-hmm. you know? 1998. It was, it was sassy. It was sexy. It was like how the, the single folks were living, you know? Got to see the fantasy of New York life. Did any of them, back in the original Sex in the City, like in the 90s and early aughts, mm-hmm. were their apartments crazy, like the apartments on Friends? In terms of unrealistic? Yeah. Um, like, Carrie's apartment was small, but yeah. I never understood how she bought all that designer stuff. <laughs> Credit cards? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all their shoes, you mean? Because um, they were supposed to be in their 30s, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So they were a little bit more built up than the Friends were. Right. Um... I feel like it was relatively realistic in terms of, you know. Apartment size. Yeah, Miranda was a lawyer and attorney. That's true, that's true, know. that's true. Yeah. Samantha was, like, in that PR thing. So they had decent jobs. Yeah. They weren't, like, waitressing at Central Park. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> For tips. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, and just like that, 
straight started streaming this year or last year? Oh, I think it was question. November. Was it November? Yeah, it's been ten episodes, so it has to have been like yeah, yeah. a couple months. Sure. Um, and I guess here's what I want to say. Like, if there's anything with Sex in the City, a movie, a reboot, like, I'm always going to watch. Okay. Right? Okay. And I know that it's not going to be the same as the original. Okay. And I know that everybody's going to hate on it. Got it. And I also have my gripes. Yes. So, question for you. You you saw, is it two movies that came out? Yeah. I didn't watch the second one. Oh, really? Yeah. This is when they, like, went to... Abu Dhabi. Yeah, the, yeah. they rode camels. On the- Ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, I the first movie I could stomach. Mm-hmm. That was that was great. I don't even remember what happened in the second movie, to be honest. Right, and so I heard terrible things about it. It's like I don't want to ruin what I have with with my characters mm-hmm. and that storyline. So I didn't. I never saw it. All I know is that um, the gays got married, right? Oh, Stanford and Anthony. Anthony yeah. Yeah. And that's all I needed to know. Cool. Moving on. Moving on. Onward. Yes. On, upward and onward. Okay, so before we get into it, mm-hmm. um, what did you hate about it? I think the one thing I hated about it uh, was just how extra and over the top they were about everything that has changed since the original airing of the episodes to now. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the very first episode, they're over the top on everything. Miranda's asking Carrie, you're Instagramming and you're podcasting? Like, who are you? Like, Uh they're these old dinosaurs. Uh When, like, Miranda was like, I don't even know how to listen to a podcast. Bitch, please. Uh Uh Like, our parents listen to podcasts and they're, you know, 15 years older than than these gals. So, like, and then, like... It was, there were so many cringe moments in that first episode, and it got less cringy in my opinion, Mm -hmm. but it was just like, just over the top, like uh, Miranda when she goes to her first day of school, Mm -hmm. and And she makes an ass of herself. And she just keeps talking and talking. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so embarrassing. Yeah. Be quiet. (laughs) But here's the thing what I love about that, is that they're showing... Like that sort of white guilt, over apologetic. I'm doing the most to be an ally, but it's foot in my mouth, blundering the whole time, right? Yeah. Because I feel like that happens so often in real life that they were just portraying it in this way um, to demonstrate that. And I feel like um, they had to also establish that this is different than Sex in the City. Right, mm-hmm. so so they were doing the most to like, yeah, it's the same characters, but it's also a complete different world, and we have to establish that. And yes, first episode, there was a ton of that that I was like, ooh, this is kind of heavy-handed, mm-hmm. but then it it cools off, yeah, because because they're like, okay, we've established that, and now we can just get into the story of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How about you? What I hated about it? Yeah. Um, I hated the Miranda of it all. I hated the Che of it all. <laughs> so. Gut, gut reactions first and foremost. That's what I was like. Ugh, like, what are y'all doing? You know? Okay. Um, let's talk about the obvious one first. Okay. Miranda. Yeah. What? I, I mean, we just, I feel like we focus way too much on her. Like, in the show? The show focused too much mm. on her. Like, she was, to me... In the original, mm-hmm. um, she was kind of the lesser. Yeah, 
But I think, though, that the most obvious thing is Samantha's gone. So they had to pump up some of the other characters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so even though Miranda was like kind of a boring person, they needed to like give her a little bit more of a storyline, which makes sense. Because all we're seeing in Samantha is text messages. I know. We you know? We'll talk about that. I know. It's so funny. Okay. Miranda is... I mean, I don't know. She bugs me, too. And I'm like, why does she bug me? You know? Mm -hmm. Like... I wonder... So, my thing was, like... um, It's not really first episode. It's more story arc. But... And we're talking about episodes one through five here today, That's correct. Yes. Not the whole thing. So, over the course of episodes one through five, Mm -hmm. she develops sexual feelings for this Che person. Mm -hmm. Che, who is... Carrie's podcast boss. Yeah. Right? And I'm wondering, like, did they do that because uh, the actress, Cynthia Nixon, is queer? And so they wanted to, like, maybe incorporate that into, you know, the story? That's what I was wondering. You know? Yeah. It just kind of didn't make sense because she's been having sex with men the entire time. Yes, you can grow and evolve and all that good stuff. But... It just seemed like a bit of a jump. I mean, it, yes and no, because I think that her character always made sense as a lesbian as well. Remember like, she tried it? Uh-uh. Sex in the City? Uh-uh. Her bosses were like, oh, bring um, your... Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. Your friend that plays softball really well with you. And like, that's her partner, right? And so they go and they try to, they pretend to be lesbians and they're real talky and chatty and like, yeah, yeah, there's like entertainment, you know? <laughs> you remember that, right? Vaguely, vaguely, vaguely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think her character, I feel like we could have seen that come. I mean, were we shocked that uh, Miranda had a drinking problem and she was a lesbian? No. No. I mean, any one of them could have had a drinking problem, if we're honest, right? Yeah. But Miranda, yeah, I guess that is very plausible. Well, and then that part felt, so Miranda and the drinking problem uh-huh. and Charlotte, like, calling them out. Like, uh-huh. all of a sudden, Charlotte has a problem with them drinking at noon. They always did that. I know, but your habits have changed, right, since your 20s? Yeah, 30s, that's true, that's true, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point, good point, good point. So I would say, like, if it's still happening, I'd be like, whoa, that's there's something happening here. You yeah. know, there's maybe an issue. So plausible. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that storyline is a little out of left field. Just a little bit for me. You know? Okay, which one? The alcoholism part of it. Yeah. You know? Okay. Now, which, well, we can dive a little bit more into Miranda, but tell me why you hated Che. I didn't hate Shay, you know, in terms of this individual person. I feel like they put too much on Shay as the binary person, as like the pot smoking, you know, ultra progressive, you know, um, overly sexual. It was like this is a caricature of what people think a binary person or non-binary non-binary person is. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if, if the right wing were supposed to, were to conjure someone up, that's who they have in mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just felt it was, like, a lot for one character to be all those things and a little obnoxious and not funny. And they're supposed to be, like, this comedian. It's like, that Netflix stand-up thing was atrocious. <laughs> it was so cringe. It's like, this isn't funny. And I hate this for that, you know? <laughs> 
So, so again, I don't think that Shay as the character um, was terrible. I just think that the embodiment of all these other things, these other, the whole ideal of a Che is what was irritating to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, like I just said, guys, we're talking about episodes one through five. Yeah. If you have not watched it, you probably need to turn this off. Yeah. Because we're going to spoil everything. Spoilers galore. Which we've already done. We don't care. We don't care about your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have gripe t-shirts made that say, fuck your feelings. Totally. <laughs> so I did love that, like, in episode one, they established that this is not the same as Sex in the City, right? There was no, like, voiceover at the beginning with mm-hmm. Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, it just got right into it. And the only time that there's a, the voiceover is at the end. When she says, and just like that, da 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 da. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That I like because it, it puts you in a different world altogether. Mm-hmm. It's a different sort of paradigm that you're in, and it's not sex, sex in the city anymore. Sure. I like that. I like at the beginning they acknowledge the pandemic. Yeah. But then they just <laughs> let it go. Because I don't want to be reminded, like in TV uh, shows and like in movies and films. Sure, 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 sure. Like seeing people in masks and all that. Like, I'm sorry. That's a great point. Can I black out the past two years because it hasn't been very fun or enjoyable? Mm-hmm. And like when I'm watching and just like that, I don't want to see these hoes and maskists. Yeah, so they're because like they're out in restaurants. There's no masks around. Right. I get that. I'm yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. Yeah, so. I think would have taken me a little more out of it. If yeah, they were wearing masks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, good point. What do you think about the whole Samantha in UK bit of it? Like, why London is because get her at the fuck as far as we can. Is Kim Cattrall actually in London? No, I don't know where she is. She's kind of like off the grid. She's OTG. <laughs> um, but it, what I thought was interesting is that there are kind of some parallels between how they wrote her character off and I think what actually happened. Because her whole beef with Sarah Jessica Parker, I think, especially was the pay disparity. Because Sarah Jessica Parker was getting like a million dollars an episode, mm. and she and the rest of the squad were getting three hundred fifty thousand, and she was like, "What the fuck? What the fork?" First, okay, let's just good and get into that part of it. If I was getting three fifty an episode, I would be overjoyed. I know, but you're a normal person. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm not tainted yet by by corporate greed. <laughs> right. You're a normal person. Uh-huh. She thought that she was bringing just as much to Value Sex to the City. No. And you know, I mean, not as much as Sarah Jessica Parker, yes. but probably more than Miranda and Charlotte. <laughs> Got it. So if she was at a five and the girls were at 350... She'd probably be okay with okay. it. So, okay. So then that's... She's upset, and that's where this whole feud started, because Jeez. she didn't get as much money, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Was SJP handling payroll? Uh, it's, I know. <laughs> and so... Then, How was your agent? But, like... <laughs> Jesus. But that's what they brought up. Because, remember, um, Carrie's character... Yes. ...says that, like, I guess I was just an ATM. Ah. <sighs> remember mm-hmm. because like with the I guess yeah. Samantha was her publicist and then with the yep. book industry going by the way like yep. wayside she wasn't even I anymore. thought that we were friends and I guess I was just nothing more than an ATM, ATM. and it's like well they like touched on the real thing yeah yeah but like Kim Cattrall that was kind of dumb yeah in my opinion right 
But because like, what else is she gonna do? Now? Can you imagine though? So let's say that Samantha is on the show in full character. What is her character doing? I know, because she was always a little bit... Was she older than them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is she still with Smith Jared? Did they break up? Did they break up? I mean, like, what's happening? Why wasn't Smith on the exactly. show? Exactly. That is a gripe. I'm just wondering, like, what, what direction they would have pushed Samantha, you know? Yeah. Is she, like, still this, like, super sexy, you know, woman doing that thing? That's a good question. Just I curious. didn't really think about that. Yeah, how they would manage that. But anyways... I was upset with Big Dying. Mm. Okay. Tell me what you like. Tell me your thoughts. So here's my thought on on the the dead big of it all. Okay, I find it interesting that Sex in the City was about Carrie's journey to finding love, mm-hmm. right? And all the struggles and all the hilarity that that ensues with that. Then she finds it. Uh-huh. They have the movie about it, and the, that the movie is about them getting married and all that crazy bullshit. They get married, and then radio silence. Nothing needs to be talked about because, in my viewpoint of their perspective, married life is boring as fuck, and it's we don't want to see Carrie having breakfast and having a normal life, mm-hmm. right? In order to bring back that that magic, she's got to be single. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I was talking about a great point, uh-huh. right? So I was talking about this with another group of friends of mine. And um, that's what she said. She was like, Carrie has to be single on Sex and the City. Like, to be interesting. To be, like, it. that's just what the show is all about, yes. is her being single. And I hadn't even thought about that. I just think it's hilarious. I think it's funny. It's weird. It's, it's very anti-marriage. <laughs> you think the show is anti-marriage? I mean. This one was. Yes. Well, this, I guess uh, Charlotte and... But the concept as a whole, like, yeah. we don't want to see what Carrie does in her married Ugh, life. Yeah. Because that, that's just utterly boring and, like, not newsworthy. Mm-hmm. But let's have Big die so that we can, like, bring her back. And... Well, and then the way he died. Yeah. Heart attack on the Peloton. Uh-huh. Like, it's, I mean, it's just so perfect because, like, the Peloton has been a staple of the pandemic. Yes. Right? Like, everybody and their mom you know like probably 10 people in your circle that yeah. have got I mean probably 50 people in your yeah, circle yeah, yeah. that have gotten Pelotons and so I loved that uh, that they did like I love hated it right mm-hmm. because um, because it's very really accurate yes yeah. well and they didn't tell Peloton what they were going to do and then like Peloton stock shares dropped did you hear about all that did, Perf- you, did you hear what the Chris Noth thing so Chris Noth did this whole little thing, right? And he dies after riding the Peloton. Mm-hmm. The character does. And then... And, like, he kind of died, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he had a commercial with Peloton. A real-life commercial that was supposed to air, but then after the whole sexual harass- the sexual allegations, they killed it. It's him on the couch in the Peloton there, and he's like... Hey, I'm alive still. So. Oh my gosh. Okay, that would have been a good commercial. <laughs> it would have been, but it got canceled. Yeah, you got to go back and listen to Cancel Cult. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, isn't that funny? I didn't know that. Isn't that wild? Yeah. 
Okay, and then here's my other gripe. Mm-hmm. Like, his ass was alive when Carrie, when Carrie got home. Yeah. He was alive. He was waiting for her. Why could why didn't she call 911? Because when that happens, I'm sure you're in such a fucking craze. Like, okay, let me help you get up, stand up, or move you, or whatever. I don't think it's not normal to not call 911 because you're just in that moment with that person. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could be wrong, but I feel like that's a very normal thing, a normal reaction. That's like, it didn't even occur to me until a couple minutes later to call 911, you know, because I was busy helping how I knew I could, you know. That was heartbreaking. Yeah. They both, act, or she like acted the the mess out of that scene because I was like, oh, she's wearing her wedding I shoes. I know, yep. Really you know, I've been I've been on the real real trying to find me some of those Manila products too. <laughs> I was inspired, okay. Um, I did find it. I noticed more so in this first episode that they were trying to uh, reestablish that they weren't the young, sexy things anymore because they're taking pot shots of their looks. Okay. That was another, like, over-the-top. Like, yeah. what set of girlfriends is giving each other shit for dyeing their hair? You're talking about Miranda? Yes. Because yeah. she, she went gray. Yeah. And she's not red, a redhead anymore. It does look good. I mean, her gray looks good. It looks good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, But I didn't like how they were... She especially was, like, attacking Charlotte for, like, keeping her... Like, trying to pass. I'm like, bitch. Mm-mm. People are going to die. I like, I plan on dying my hair till the day I die. <laughs> it's just part of who I am. Yeah. yeah I'm not yeah. trying to pass. Right. It's just, it makes me happier as a person. I enjoyed the, yeah, we're older and we're like bumbling through like technology and the looks thing. It, you know what I mean? Like I did find that refreshing that, that they touched on it. Did they go overboard with it? Probably. But I, I was like, okay, it's a new era, mm-hmm. and we're moving beyond the 30-something mindset. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, okay. It's interesting that they're so, you know, I don't know. What do you think that Naya and her whole, like, character represents? Like, why are we focused on her? And again, this is episode Uh, one through five. But they're kind of, like, introducing her as maybe a new friend of Miranda. Like, at first, Miranda's super cringy with her. Mm -hmm. But then they end up, like, going out to dinner and, and she starts talking about kids. Okay. Here's my take on... On... Naya and Sima and LTW. LTW is that all of the and again this is very heavy handed all of the women needed a POC project mm. do you know what I mean they needed to we're the main characters but we're now extending the characters into these different friends that are people of color or queer or what have you, right? When I first saw it and I was like realizing what was happening, I was like, ooh, yes, heavy-handed, 
But then I was like, yeah, but it's going to feel that way until it doesn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think it's it's bad that they are introducing all these characters like all at once um, and that they are characters that, you know, are POC. Um, so I did appreciate that in the long run. And like they all have like different roles they're playing, which I think is interesting. I think that with Sex and the City, what they did and was acceptable back in the day was that whenever there were like black characters on or Asian characters, they were utilitarian. Like they showed up for a purpose and then they went away. Yeah. Right? Whereas now, these are like, these are characters with a bigger uh, story arch. Yeah. Which I'm like, this is great. Like I can fuck with this. You know, instead of like, you know, Samantha dates a black guy and then that doesn't work out so he's done with and we're not going to see him ever again. Yeah. Back in the day. You know what I mean? So I like that these are established characters in this world and I fuck with it. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Do you think it's interesting and I didn't really catch this the first time through so I was rewatching the first five in preparation for this. Mm-hmm. Um that they focus so much on Brady having sex uh-huh. at home. Yeah. And then Miranda and Steve aren't having sex. Uh-huh. Like, do you think they did that on purpose? Because I don't know. That was... That's interesting. Because he is 17. He's still in high school. And they're just letting him and his girlfriend, Have like... sex in the house. Jump bones in the room next door. Mm-hmm. And, like, banging on the door. Yeah. I was like, like, no discretion whatsoever. The girl gets lube, Amazon to the house. Oh, like, totally. oh, that's what I'm saying. It's just so extra. <coughs> uh-huh. I mean, it's so extra. I don't know. I mean, this could be what's happening in this day and age. I don't know, girl. No, it's not. You got the kids at my house. <laughs> Let's talk about how they done Steve wrong. Steve is like sexy and. Awesome. Why he gotta be deaf? Yeah. Why he gotta be deaf and like sexless? That's not happening in anyone's world. I know. I love that guy. I know. And like they make him to be like the super old, like goofy, doofy character now. Agree. Sads. Sads. Justice for Steve. Justice for Steve. So many t-shirts that we're getting. Seriously. Okay. Let's go back. Yeah. Big dies. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. And they have the like fabulous funeral. Oh, so good. I'm on funeral to be that like that. At Amazing. the like modern uh-huh. funeral home. Yes. With the flowers set by Samantha. Which I thought was a lovely touch. Uh-huh. And um but it was interesting because it was like the one thing that Carrie didn't want was flowers and then, and then it was like Samantha set flowers. So it's okay. Like it well, it was just like Samantha set like she wanted to do something nice. Yes. But she sent the one thing that Carrie didn't want. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of. I'll allow it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then the the line that I liked was I can't. It was some woman that had three names, but she was like, "Am I the only one that remembers what a dick he was to oh, her?" Oh, uh-huh. And I was like, "Yeah, he like screwed her around a lot." <laughs> it wasn't Susan Sharon, was it? Yes, it was Susan Sharon. Okay. Yeah. yeah Love yeah. Susan Sharon. <laughs> Am I the only one that remembers what a dick he was to her? I mean. That's that's good and refreshing. Mm-hmm. We approve. Mm-hmm. This is also the episode that Miranda and Che meet. Oh yeah, you know she becomes Rambo because she <laughs> is smoking up uh, Brady. Yeah, Che is smoking up Brady mm-hmm. at a funeral. 
What the fuck is that? It's just, See, it's over the top. It's ridiculous. Everything. <laughs> everything yes. is over the top. So Miranda goes ballistic on Shay, but she doesn't know that that's Carrie's boss. And then they get introduced, and it's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay, and so the other weird thing, too, is like, Shay keeps popping up unannounced. You know? Yeah, who does that? Who does that? No, call first. Send a text. Let's let a bitch know you're coming. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. What is the, the episode arc? So we have Big Dying, we have the funeral. What's what's episode three? Episode Is that three. when she gets the hip replacement or no? Um Natasha. Okay. Let's dive into <laughs> Natasha. First of all, she looks great. She looks great. And she looks natural yes and um you know in contrast to the other characters you mean well i mean i agree <laughs> well i think that uh sarah jessica parker and cynthia look look good Agreed. And natural yes, yes, it's yes. just uh christian Charlotte. davis yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it also works for her character though don't you think mm-hmm. yeah pumped up yeah. Looking glossy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she's like, she's a little bit older. And I just, I wanted to, remember when she lost her tooth? Mm-hmm. I wanted to like talk, I wanted them to talk about that. So, about the tooth, sorry yeah. Sorry about your tooth. Yeah. Like. I mean, okay. God forbid this would ever happen. Mm-hmm. But let's say this situation, what, you know. Oh, I would be insane. That your man left a woman he once fucked with a million bucks yeah. or any amount of money, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I would be insane. I would be insane. I'd want to know why. I mean, that would, of course, that puts you into a head spin. Mm-hmm. Of course it does. But do you go and, like, seek her out and all those shenanigans? Mm. I'm a little bit stalkerish, so I might. <laughs> <laughs> Because I wouldn't be able to rest until yeah, I knew. Like that's true. Did you? Were you still, still talking? Each other, yeah. yeah, and mm-hmm. I didn't know about it. And he mm-hmm. only has this one weird dog photo in his wallet. Mm-hmm. Like, what is happening? <laughs> um, Did I even know you? Yeah. yeah, I thought Natasha. I mean, she was kind of a. She was cold. You mm-hmm. know, she. But lied. of course, you would be in Rome. The Rome of, of it all. Right. I'm in Rome. She's in Rome. I know. I'm in Rome, and then, um, but then they run into into each other unexpectedly and, and that, at the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And then I thought she was like surprisingly gracious. Yes, yeah. She like pulled those snacks out of the empty bag, put the ice in, <laughs> like gave it to her and said. <laughs> I mean, but is is hot coffee really gonna burn you to that degree? I mean, we need nice. McDonald's said it does. <laughs> you remember that lawsuit? She got like twenty million dollars. Did she? That. She got Shit, about to burn my ass right now. <laughs> but for that's, twenty million dollars. But that's why they got the little warnings, <laughs> caution, <laughs> contents of this beverage. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So let's go back a little bit. So she gets lied to, um, and her assistant says Natasha's in Rome. She can't see you, right? And so she walks out. She gathers uh, her friends, Charlotte and Miranda. They're walking on the street. They look up, and then they see her. There she is. Would you be embarrassed? Like, I think I'd be more confrontational. Like, I see you, bitch, up there. Yeah. You know, instead of, like, hiding. Instead of being like, oh, oh. Because like, she already she knows. Like, she already came. Yeah. Like, why, why are you more embarrassed? Yeah. That was a weird reaction to me. Yeah. You know? 
That was. <laughs> okay, but then um, my favorite line of that episode is when Charlotte calls her out for wearing flats. <laughs> totally. She's wearing flats. Totally. And Miranda's like, that's the worst insult <laughs> you could think of. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, though, because... Um, Whenever I go to New York, and granted, it's been a hot minute, I don't ever see anybody dressed up fancy. Okay. I'm like, where's the fancy? I want to see the fancy. I want to see the Carrie fashions. It's my, Everybody looks like we do. <laughs> I, I must just not be going to, like, the right places. Okay, so with the next episode, episode four, she moves back into her old place. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up. She puts on, like, a cute little gray sweatshirt and, like, that flowy... Sort of little skirt, and goes big to the, skirt goes to the bodega. Yeah, and then bodega man remembers her. He calls her like uh, Caroline. 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 Yeah. That's so. It's so cute. <laughs> and then like you know she says, oh he died, and he gives her like a coffee and a muffin. And a muffin. That was the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> I might have shed a tear. Oh really? Yeah. So so sweet. Yeah, I liked that. I liked her back in her old place. Uh-huh. You know. Right. But so so put put her back in the in the penthouse. It's too much, right? Like her that with that fabulous closet and like all that space. It just that's why it's boring. That's why we don't want to see it. Yeah, that's, that's true. You know, even though I do like a happy and en- happy ending, I see your point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but then big being in a box on the top shelf of her closet does not make sense. Like big does not well, big. He doesn't belong there. <laughs> He, she put him in a Barney's bag. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're also at this point introduced to Seema, who yeah. I love. What else has she been in? Um, she was in a movie called Gaby. Okay. <laughs> this is a random that I know this. Um, about a gay man and his bestie, straight woman, having a baby. Mm. And she's like a counselor. Gaby. Exactly. <laughs> um, so it's it's funny, it's cute. Go see it. Okay. So how about okay. So Seema is Carrie's real estate, real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Also gets her at like another over the top Carrie needs a hip replacement. What? She's fifty five. <laughs> like over the top, right? <laughs> So she gets her in to the orthopedic surgeon. Her cousin. Yep. Gets her hip replaced, yada, yada, yada. And then now she's selling the house. And then breaks the photo that Big had on. Breaks the glass picture frame. Yes. Yeah. What about that moment? Do you think. I love that moment. That that you would have really clapped back in that moment. Seema? Yes. Okay. So we have to go back and establish the initial part of it. Okay. So. A niche. A niche. So. There, Seema has Carrie come to an open house just to just to be there, mm-hmm. right? Um, and open house is really boring. They show up, they leave. They are at a bar having a drink and some apps, um, and they're getting to know each other. Um, Seema has never been married. Um, she's tried and just not, you know, lucky or what have you. And Carrie says, oh, it's so great. You're still putting yourself out there. And you can see, like, Seema's face. There's like, a pause. There's a something. A pregnant pause. Yes, exactly. And she lets it go, and they continue on, right? So then this picture frame incident happens, and Carrie is losing her shit a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's justifiable. Right. You she's, know? Just, she's dealing with trauma. Exactly. 
Totally. And so Seema is, she doesn't think that it's a big deal. So she's like explaining, she's oh, like, I'll get the glass replaced. Totally. I'll get it replaced. It's no irreplaceable. Right. Yeah. And then she's saying, you're just sitting there like being callous and very uncaring. And this is really important to me. And Seema's like, no, I, that's not what I'm being. But I can see how you think I am. Not unlike what you, you did were the at the bar. Day. Yeah. yeah. And then Karen's like, what do you mean? And she explains it to her. And they have, like, a moment of seeing each other, you know, and getting each other. And that's when their friendship really begins. My question is, I appreciated the clapback, right? Mm-hmm. Would you? Would any one person would have done it in that moment? In that moment. I when just, someone's saying, my dead husband, I touch this glass, da-da-da-da-da. I don't think that that would have happened. I think... You know, obviously, if they're going to be good friends, she's going to bring it up and be like, that hurt my feelings and that came across as callous and cold Mm -hmm. that I'm 55 and quote unquote still putting myself out there. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, I don't know. I kind of feel what's a perfect moment in this world. (laughs) But in reality, who can say? Yeah. (laughs) You know? Okay. What do you think about LTW? I love me some LTW. She's I think she's just, like, perfect for Charlotte. Yeah. You know? They have, like, the same interests. Their kids, same school. Um, I love that they have each other's backs. You know? When the, the whole... Okay, let's talk about the dinner party situation. Yeah. Okay. So, Charlotte wants to have a dinner party and invite LTW and her man. I forget what his name is. Remember what his name is? Anyways. Um... And so she has, like, I'm going to invite Carrie for fashion and Miranda for politics and all these other people. And then she has this idea that she needs to invite another couple that's black, right, for whatever reason. So they're not uncomfortable. Um, She does the most to find any black couple. And it's ridiculous. Even inviting somebody that, like, was rude to her, you know, like the other gal from, yeah, from the school. school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. It's like me being like, oh, Kai, you're gay. Here's this other gay guy. Maybe you should meet. Yes. It doesn't make sense. But I'll do it. Because <laughs> I'm single. <laughs> yes, we need to, um, everybody needs, if you know a gay person, introduce <laughs> them to Kai. Yeah, they have to be alive. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, come on, man. So, I would say that old Charlotte makes sense that she's doing this, right? Mm -hmm. But then, when Charlotte is invited to um, LTW's place for that dinner, and the way that she spoke about the artwork, and she was so knowledgeable about these black artists and the impact they had with their artwork, that doesn't jive. Like, there's, there's one person that is very... You know, that it has this wherewithal and and enough knowledge to know that just trying to match up a black couple, black couple is stupid and crazy and weird. Those two people don't live in the same person, I, I don't think. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But I did love that she, like, gave that little, you know, black history artist lesson to her mother-in-law. Well, I know. It was beautiful. That was a good moment. That was a good moment. That was a good moment, but again to your point 
that doesn't match up with like how she was prepping Harry. She was like, yeah. what artist are we reading? Like, <laughs> Double, yeah. Quizzing. And he's like, has anybody read the news, Zadie Smith? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> another thing, like just so many things that would not happen IRL, like Miranda, when she was beep, beep, bopping into school and then Naya Wallace was behind her and she didn't have her ID card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she called out. And Miranda out. was like, well, I was just reading and how to be an anti-racist. <laughs> if you see something, you have to say something. It's like, bitch, nobody would ever say that. I think they would, though. You think some cringy white women yes, would say that? 100%. And that's why they showed it. Oh. That's why, that's why I think it's so good. Because, like, yes, there are some very delicate people out there who are trying the most to, like, show that they're allies and it's weird the way that comes out you know <laughs> I know we don't want to think so but it happens yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about Carrie's podcast life okay yeah she's so awkward she's so awkward when and that... but I, I love it yeah because it's like a new thing for her mm-hmm. she's not that you know that fun little columnist anymore yep she like has to like be in in the presence of Che and the other dude Bobby Lee he Bobby Lee is a real life comedian oh okay I don't know anything about him so he but so he's funny he's controversial he's also of the Joe Rogan ilk oh. which is really interesting that he is like cast in this thing you know so he says things to like get the people going um he Kinda just like, more so does things but okay. like he's been on Joe Rogan they're, they're friends you okay. know so it's it's an interesting choice that he's on there huh you know but I also you know like when Che has that Netflix stand up thing again she's not funny at all Bobby Lee is hilarious I, I like was, why didn't they let him do it <laughs> well, he's not Che. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, like, I wonder if he's like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Because, like, she's got to pretend to be a, a really hilarious comedian. Yeah. And she is not that. Or they are not that, I should say. Why did she have to be a comedian? They could have paint, paint, painted her as something else. I know, but, like, look, it's the podcast comedian of it all. Yeah. You know? It's, like, a very, very real thing. Mm. that people are trying to be and you know yeah but it's so much for this one character to to be all these things it's it's weird you know um but i do like that it's new water for carrie you know oh yeah that so what was it the first our first or second episode she's doing the pod Mm -hmm. and they ask her about like masturbation and she's just like hello hello (laughs) Or what would she say? Was that hello? And she just kept repeating it over. Hello, hello, hello. And, and no one was like, they, no one got it. Like, what, what is going on here? And then she had that that surgery thing, and she was like sedated, or like heavy medicated, and she was hilarious. How about when Che told her to step her pussy up? That's what you told me one time. Yeah. Did, did you learn that from Che? No, no, no. I learned that from T.S. Madison, honey. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, let's talk about the showdown between Carrie and Charlotte. And Charlotte. Remember, because Charlotte uh, is being such a freak uh, yeah. about Lily's piano recital. So uh, that's why Carrie wasn't with Big that night. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that Charlotte's character has not changed or has changed the least mm-hmm. since. Sure. Sex in the City. And she's mm-hmm. like, the Manhattan School of Music. Carrie, the Manhattan School of Music. The Manhattan School of Music. It's like, just let it go. Mm-hmm. Like, I love 
my Charlotte, like my daughter Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I don't really care that much about other people's kids. Mm-hmm. Like if like if you had a kid and you're like Allison, I'd be like, okay. I present to you the things that I want you to care about. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just I don't know. I'd be like, why is it so important that I go see this chick's piano recital and then and then he dies? Like, yeah, there's gonna be some beef there. But not, I, I, yes, but I never once thought that it was a Charlotte fault. Thing. Oh, no, 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 no. You know what I mean? But I think that they were trying to create that tension, which I wasn't, I was like, well, let's still get over it. Yeah. Like, this is not about Charlotte, like, I had to be at, at Charlotte's thing, and so that's why Big died. I might have thought that. Really? Mm-hmm. That's fair. I mean, that's what they wanted, and it worked on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it worked on my ass. Yeah, I mean, that was like, it was a little reachy for me, but, It wasn't know. too much of a reach. Mostly because I can always find somebody to blame for something. <laughs> to deflect. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the deal with your own feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and to your point like that, Charlotte has changed the least, right? I think that they're setting that up. It's a, it's a good way to set Charlotte up early. With Rose. Because now they're starting to dismantle all that stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, these are all the things, your dolls that you loved, that Charlotte loved, and the life that you loved, and the expectations you had, and the they mitzvah of it all. Like, all that stuff. And, like, it's slowly going to be dismantled the the, ne- the last five episodes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Um, who else is there? Yeah, the rose thing. Rose and rock. Mm-hmm. Okay, that Zoom where they're like, snaps to rock. I know. And she, and she didn't have no idea. Who's rock? Did I miss a new student? I mean, cr- yeah. cringe. So Rose doesn't identify as a girl and um, changed Puts out a TikTok their name to, to, rock. to rock. A TikTok to rock. Uh-huh. But that was very obvious early on when she didn't want to wear the Oscar de la Renta. Yeah. I would have worn the Oscar de la Renta. Mm-hmm. Well, she put that horrible tuxedo <laughs> shirt over it and that hat on. But it's cute on her. Or them. <laughs> right? <laughs> it worked for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, this but is like, like... We're just dabbling in that right now. Yes. In episode one through five. A little right. dab. But I do find it interesting that there was like... They wanted to throw every social issue at us everything (laughs) everything not a breath nope yeah (laughs) um oh shoot what was I gonna say but we also had some like tragedies like oh yeah in yeah the real life yeah so well and obviously it was uh Stanley what's his name Stanford Willie Garson Willie Garson died and I thought how they wrote him off the show was kind of hilarious because, uh-huh. like, he died. So random. He died in the middle of taping, right? So he yeah. couldn't finish out. And so they said that he moved to Japan with his TikTok star. <laughs> and he wanted to divorce Anthony. Like, Yeah, he left a note a note for Carrie. It was just another even over-the-top thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was just... But that was, like, kind of sad. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, all the stuff with Chris Knopf. And, mm-hmm. and I wonder... So, I like, I haven't watched the final episode. But I know that he was supposed to be in it. Yes. And then they wrote him out. They did something to, like, you know, they gave him presents, but they didn't, they edited his physical being out of it. Interesting. It's what I heard. It's what I had read someplace. That's what you had heard. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to talk about, um, wait, 
So Carrie has her surgery, mm-hmm. right? Because now all of a sudden she needs a hip replacement. <laughs> she gets it, <laughs> or whatever that thing is. And then so Charlotte makes a schedule mm-hmm. that Miranda agrees to. Because she's like, I mean, Carrie's like playing it up. She's like, I don't want to be alone. I want somebody with me at all times. Her husband had just died. Come she, on. Yeah. She gets this. Yeah. <laughs> and Charlotte... Uh, Puts the schedule together. It's, of who's going to take care of her. Yep, yep, yep. Miranda, you know, cosigns. And then you could kind of like see there was foreshadowing, right? Because Che showed up at the hospital and was like, hey, it's Che. It's Che Diaz. Che shows up at the hospital unannounced. Unannounced. The fuck? And then Miranda's like, let her come up. And Carrie's like, no. No. And then I'm peeing. Miranda like leaves. Right. To go have lunch with her. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so that's a little bit of foreshadowing for you. Yep. For like the next, mm-hmm. which is just a lot. So Che again shows up unannounced. Unannounced. Why? <laughs> Who does that? Nobody does no that. No one does that ever. Only would I show up anywhere unannounced if it was an emergency. Yeah. Not like to bring you a casserole. No, exactly. (laughs) So she shows up with a casserole and tequila. Tequila. Mm -hmm. And Carrie is medicated, asleep in her bed. Mm -hmm. Miranda's on duty. She's there to be the caretaker and the friend. Um, Let's Che up. And they start doing shots. They're having big fun in the kitchen. And there had already been, like, a moment where Che blew the marijuana smoke in... Shotgun? Yeah. Okay, they did shotgun. So that had happened at the the god-awful Netflix special taping. So there had been a little, like... A little closeness. Yeah, and so then Miranda's like, oh, Oh, do it again. Do it again. Uh And then that proceeds to another over-the-top moment in the kitchen where Miranda and Che end up having sex. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Carrie wakes up and pees herself. Well, so Carrie wakes up. <laughs> Let's take this slow because it's so horrendous. It's... We have to re- replay the car accident. Mm. Carrie wakes up, looks over, and sees like a, maybe it's a mirror image or something of Miranda getting it in the kitchen. Her best friend, who's been married, yes, to a man, yes, for a long time, is having sex with her, her boss. Mm-hmm. In the kitchen, they're very loud. <laughs> it's so, so fucking loud, rude. It's like a one bedroom. <laughs> you, you, come on. <laughs> yeah. So she's horrified, mm-hmm. and she wakes up because she has to go pee. She tries to pee in a bottle and does not succeed. Like why did I have to be in that snappy bottle? <laughs> And she pees all of her bed. That's gross. It's so sad, too. Yeah. So Miranda finishes her business. Mm-hmm. Che leaves. And then she confronts her like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That was Miranda. Look, I'm not, the whole, the whole gay sex of it, I give a fuck. Miranda being a terrible friend is the worst part of the whole situation. Yeah. So bad. Miranda's all about Miranda and, and just like that. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. She's just serving up, I don't know, she's serving up everything. And I think that there's this thing that I find interesting where, like, when they're talking about, they're bumbling through race talk and, and issues, there's, they're bumbling around. And then it's not perfect, and that's fine. And there's grace that I offer that I can bring to that. Like, you're still learning, that's fine. But when... 
you're learning about yourself and you are there's destruction and you're gonna fuck up your family and your friends that's another issue yeah. like learn but like minimize the damage you know as much as you can like this could have t- been totally avoided but Miranda's like just looking out for herself and getting her rocks off <laughs> literally that's so bad yeah and then that's kind of where it stops right that's the the fifth episode yeah the so what do you think um, the dessert ritual like represented anything it's mundane you know and the, but they that was a, not a mundane dessert tray they did everything <laughs> that was big chips chissy like it was like this tray with like 15 different little uh, dishes and toppings yeah mm-hmm. so like I said I haven't watched the last episode but I kind of want Miranda to be dumped by everybody. Mm-hmm. Dumped she, by Steve. She should not receive a uh, um, like a comeback story. She yeah. didn't get that. She had that already. Like when they were on the Brooklyn Bridge, that happened. The redemption story totally. when she got back with Steve. Like yeah. if we're gonna get back together, meet with the Brooklyn Bridge at this time, and they got together. Great, perfect. But you can't do that again. Yeah. He gets he gets a glow up. He needs a hot-ass person to be in his life, to give him all he wants and needs, that loves him for who he is. Miranda, I don't know. You can do what the fuck she wants. I'm so over her. Yeah. <laughs> so mad. All right, guys. That's it, right? Else? That's all I got. Um, 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 um. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, but I love it. I know. We'd still we still watch. It. Oh, yeah. I mean, they couldn't do anything right. So, like, <laughs> so everybody's going to be mad about it, right? But, like, we're all going to still watch it. Like, that franchise is going to be making money forever because yeah. we're always going to be, like, this is going to be, like, the Golden Girls. You're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I actually think, I read somewhere that maybe the Golden Girls were, like, supposed to be around the age of 55 oh. when they were living together. That might not be right. <laughs> I don't know. But, anyway. The characters were modeled after the, gold, the Golden Girls. Oh, they were. Mm-hmm. Is that like this, really? like Rose is Samantha. Oh. You know, and like. Uh, no, Rose not, is not Blanche. No, Blanche is Samantha. Rose is Charlotte. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Who's Sophia? Sophia. Mar- Sophia would have to be Miranda. But wait, what about Dorothy? So Dorothy's Gary. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> On that note, uh, thanks for listening, y'all. And uh, next week is episode six through ten. Gorgeous. So we'll see you all next week. (gasps) Bye. Bye.